Good morning, PML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and I am here with the breakfast show. I got the breakfast crew with me. I got my main man, D Lloyd, in the building. D Lloyd, say what's, what's up. What's going on, PML fam? Um, it's a new season. New season. We have some stuff to talk about, um, obviously, with the Super Bowl, but it's going to be a good episode. New starts for everybody. Oh, oh yeah. It's going to be it's gonna be a fun episode. I got my main man, A-Rod, also in the building. A-Rod, say what's up to the What's up, people. PML? Yeah, like uh, Deloitte said, it's a, a fabulous day. All 32 teams got that look of motivation in their face. It's a clean slate for everybody. Yeah, they're um, all undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> So, but yeah, we have a good show. The Super Bowl just happened. We have a laundry list of players going on the wrong side of their career with regression. So we got a lot to get into. Yeah, we got a lot to get into. Uh, we, we're gonna have plenty to talk about uh, going down. You know, going down the road. Uh, we got re-signs. We got people that are on the trading block. We could talk about that. That'll probably be a tomorrow thing. Today we're gonna focus on. Obviously, the Super Bowl that was played yesterday, and also we'll talk about the regression that was officially dropped in the announcement. Um, I think they have maybe a couple people missing. I know personally they probably have one guy missing, unless I'm overlooking a stat, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, Now, first and foremost, congrats to our Super Bowl champion, KMFO and the Bills, running it back, coming out. Yeah, applaud, 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 golf club. Congrats to KMFO and the Bills on their Super Bowl championship. Uh, Well-deserved, played really well in that game. Um, I watched probably from the third quarter on um, after he got up to a, after he ran that PA post out of the deuce close, I forgot what it was. It was out of ace close or deuce close. He ran that PA post. Um, and got a touchdown. That's when I turned it off. I don't know if you guys watched yeah. start to finish, but I pretty much watched the second half. Yeah, I watched. I watched the entire game. Um, it was. It was like we had talked about, though. We had said it'll be close until the third quarter, and then you know how. I mean, he kept it close to the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. to be honest. But then, um, yeah, that play action post he pulled away. But um, Vikings had a ten nothing lead. It, it looked pretty promising. But you know, can't count the Bills out. He sticks to the script and. You know, everything, everything just went his way, and it came right back. And next thing you know, it he had a, what, two-score lead. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I heard he had two picks. Six yeah, six yeah. I, um, I was painting. I'm doing the kitchen, so I was kind of in and out. But I had it on the big screen. I was kind of just watching it um, when I could. But I think it was, like, the second play of the game. For, it was super quick from um, it was. KMFO when he threw the first pick six. Um, that's where most of the offense really came from. I know Dalvin Cook had a big run to start off the game, um, but offensively, I don't think they really got it going. It was mainly the defense that uh, put up the points for Minnesota. Yeah, uh, the offense, I've never been a fan of uh, V-Star's offense. I, I can't really speak to the way I played him. He, you know, he scored. Um, but if, like I like I said, I think it's this. He's conservative on both sides of the ball, and I think that in the end would hurt you. Um, luckily, he got the two scores from the defense. It kind of reminds me of my game with Goose. Uh, even though I came I, I came out with a loss, my defense played really well. I think I had two defensive touchdowns, and that's the only you know side of the ball where I was scoring is the defense. On offense, I was driving, but I wasn't able to you know punch it into the end zone. And that was kind of seemed like the same thing that happened with the Vikings and, you know, the Bills. He's he, His defense played well. He was able to get two pick sixes. 
But in the end, he needed his offense to pick up the pace a little more, either hold on to the ball a little more or put more pressure onto the Bills after having, you know, the two pick sixes to he, begin. He was even gifted a uh, great field position after the Bills went for the fake punt. Yeah, and, and missed yeah. a wide open. <laughs> wide open. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's something that uh, he said he yeah, was practicing even, and he pulled it off in the Super Bowl, but didn't convert. It was the bright lights, man. So... So, so um, you know, the Bills, is basically, basically from what you're telling me, uh, based on the first half, it seemed like Madden was more on the Vikings' side through that first half. Yeah, I think yeah, it I was mean, a he, game that the Vikings really, like how Madden was kind of playing. The Vikings could have won that game. They could have took advantage of the opportunities. I mean, it was right there for them to mm-hmm. walk away with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... I mean, that's tough, especially when Madden's helping you out a little bit. Like, uh, again, I'm bringing up the game against Goose. I had, a, I think one of my defensive scores was actually a block kick into a touchdown. Like, Madden's helping me out there. They're giving me a block kick into a touchdown. I mean, they're giving me points. I got to capitalize offensively, and that seems like the same situation with the Vikings. Even though Madden was helping them out a little bit, you know, giving them a head start, Bills was determined and also... His defense was determined to keep that Vikings offense off the board for the most part. I mean, they scored, a, they had to score a couple, you know, a couple of touchdowns because uh, he had 34. Was it 24 or 34 that he had in the, going into uh, the fourth? 24. Yeah. It, it was 24 24. Yeah. It was 24 24. Yeah, yeah. So he had to score at least one touchdown offensively, unless there was another defensive touchdown, all field goals in between. Um, but the Bills, it's it, you know, like we talked about, if your defense, your defense really can't stop the Bills. It's kind of like the K, uh, the KC offense in in real life. You kind of got to go blow for blow with the Bills, even if they spot you a couple points like that. Yeah, it was interesting because the Bills went with a heavy ground attack that game. They rushed thirty five times between the running backs mm-hmm. for over two hundred yards and three touchdowns, and. Um, the Vikings, who mm-hmm. we expect to do something along those lines, rushed for about 15 times. So I, I, fa- I found that interesting, the, the change of gameplay. Yeah, so with the Vikings rushing 15 times, they scored quick and often. And based on what you're telling me, uh, the Bills, I haven't looked at the numbers, but the Bills probably controlled most of the ball, most of the clock. Uh, even though they they scored quick and often to put on pressure, the Bills still had you know the you know the ball most of the time where he couldn't really get Dalvin Cook going and keep the offense on the field, keep the Bills offense off the field and stuff like that. Uh, if he only had 15 rushes, what did he finish with, uh, Dalvin Cook? Uh, I'm not sure. Does I'm anybody see know? if I can pull it up? Uh, he didn't give him a, the ball enough, in my opinion, though. But um. Nine carries, 72 yards. Mm. Mm. Kevin uh, Coleman, 29 carries for 215. Ooh. Ooh. Kevin Coleman was a beast. Yeah, I feel like the roles were flipped. I feel like Cook should have got the carries that Coleman got. Coleman should have got the carries that Cook got. Yeah. Yeah, which comes to tell you, like, if anybody had to guess... They would have guessed that Tevin Coleman had a better game than Dalvin Cook going into the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, it's all about matchup and game plans. 
And, you know, KMFO is one of those guys. He's going to watch some film. He's going to look at the matchups. He's going to figure out which way to attack you to make it uh, more beneficial to him. Actually, throwing those two pick sixes early in the game probably told him, hey, let's run the ball a little bit. I'm not really feeling it through the air. Let's get the ball on the ground and, you know, try to. That was try a bold strategy. When I played Minnesota, my thought was completely opposite. I mean, they had such a great front seven. It was like, there's no way I could run the ball against them. So I decided to air it out more. So mm-hmm. it was bold, but it worked. Yeah, it worked. And uh, the one thing I got to say about uh, the Minnesota Vikings defense is we talked about it uh, yesterday's episode. It's that bend, but don't break that drop everybody back. Make sure nobody's getting beat over the top. Keep everything in front of you. That type of defense. Kind of like the Bill Belichick-esque, uh, Matt Patricia-esque defense that was ran in New England for multiple years. They would give up so many yards, but their points were always low because they would hold teams to bail goals and stuff like that. Um, kind of the same situation with the Vikings. They, they give up everything underneath, forced you to you know beat them slowly and methodically. And it worked out for KMFO in the end because his defense was able to hold up against that Vikings offense even after giving up those points. Yeah, I agree with you. So, uh, yeah, so uh, congrats again to KMFO. Uh, great season. Um, you know, well-deserved Super Bowl. Uh, wish it wasn't you, to be honest, but, you know, uh, more power to you. Uh, we would like to see somebody else win. Uh, we don't want another, you know, another mole or another villain to end the league. We want somebody, you know, but it, that, that again, it gives you something to fight for. Somebody's going to knock them off. Um, but anything else you want to mention on the Super Oh, actually, there's one more thing I wanted to mention on the Super Bowl. So the game wasn't over. It was 31 to 24. Mm-hmm. The Bills had the ball after stopping the Vikings on a fourth and eight. Then it seemed like it seemed like there was some good coverage. Like the Bills defense really stepped up in those two situations. Uh, knowing the situation, he probably just rushed three and dropped everybody back, and it made it a lot easier. Uh, but the Bills defense held up, gave him the ball. Um, still a minute, what was it, a minute 17, minute 11 left. There was plenty of time left. Um, first play from the scrimmage, he runs the PA crosser. Um, everybody knows it's got the deep post over the top. It's got the crosser coming over on the other side. And he read that. I don't know if you watched that, uh, paid attention on that specific play, but V-Star read that. And if anybody noticed he ran into his own defender and couldn't get to the spot to defend that play. I don't know if you noticed uh, that. No, I, I just seen him score. <laughs> like I said, I was in and out, yeah. You just seen him score? Uh, A-Rod, you still with us? wonder if A-Rod's probably dealing with a, a student right now. But on that specific play, I remember watching it. I'm like, all right, he noticed it, like, I would say, you know, after a couple seconds into the play, you notice the, the route combination. You're like, oh, I know exactly what's coming out of this formation. He noticed it, but uh, somebody's going to clip it. But he mm. ran into his own player, and his own player kept him from getting deep enough to cover that crosser. And, you know, that it sucks that's that ended. that's how the game ends up, you know, ending. Yeah. So, um, like I said, somebody's going to have to clip that and go back and watch that. But I felt real bad for V-Star because... Um, I, I, I could tell that he noticed what play was coming based on how he 
he was running across the field with his linebacker. He just got caught up in one of his own defenders and, you know, it ended up, you know, causing a touchdown in the end. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it for the, the Super Bowl. It was a great matchup. You know, it was close. It came down to the wire. Uh, the Bills took off towards the end and, you know, solidified his win. So, congrats to him one more time. Uh, can't wait for next season. Yeah. Now we're on to that. Um, one, no, I said congrats. What, what was that, Iran? Yeah, did you? Uh, I don't know if you heard me, but did you notice that uh, Z Star read the PA crosser or whatever play is called, the the PA post? He read that crosser coming over the top that was that ended up getting the uh, the extra TD uh, to steal the win. Is the, oh, Z Star read it note? and it still worked. Yeah. Yeah, he. I don't know if you. Know, I gotta clip it. I gotta send it to you guys. I gotta clip it. But he read the crosser coming across the field, and what happened is he ran. Are you talking about the fourth down one with uh, and, 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 I'm sorry, the fourth quarter, first down. Yeah. Yeah, the, tight, the first the down formation. play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I gotta look yeah, at that. Yeah, the tight formation, the 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 game stealing play. Yeah, he ran into his own defender. He was covering that crosser. The, the post was taken away for the most part, I think. I think he had two guys over there. Uh, but he had to take away that crosser. And when he, when he was running with that crosser, he ran into his own defender and it kind of held him back. And it kind of sucks that it went down like that. Um, but like like we said, congrats to KMFO. Um, we'll see what happens next season, hopefully. You know, hopefully somebody's able to knock him off next season. Uh, but moving on, speaking of next season, we got regression. It was finally dropped. It hasn't, I don't think it's been done in game yet, but the official list has been dropped to, uh, you know, to PML and everybody in PML for everybody to, to view and, you know, pick apart. So the official list, we got both offense and defense. We kind of went through the offense. Uh, maybe there's an extra guy or two from, you know, offense uh, since we last spoke. But taking a look here on the offensive side, you got quarterbacks like Cam Newton, Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Dak Prescott, and Derek Carr. Uh, this is pretty much the same list, I think, when we went over it. This is pretty much the same list that we had. Uh, no new faces that I noticed. Um, yeah, a lot of these guys, even if they got the yardage and stuff that they needed, um, they couldn't really help themselves from throwing those interceptions. Uh, so, you know, 30-plus interceptions for guys over 33, and then 40-plus interceptions for guys between 26 and 32. And uh, like like you see on this list, there's there's, five, there's nine guys losing their dev. They really couldn't help themselves throwing all those interceptions. So that's the big story. And uh, speaking about interceptions, d like you're one of these guys that, you know, could speak on it. You didn't throw much with Sam Howell. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, Dillard? can you hear me now? Yeah, uh, yeah, no, we threw uh, we threw yeah, fourteen. Yeah, you know, I was saying you. With how? Yeah, good. Yeah, you threw fourteen on the season. It seems like, you know, based on all these guys on the list, people are having a hard time with interceptions. Uh, I like think a, really a lot of it time. is just. Uh, I mean, you're putting you're trying to get the big play a lot of the times, so and most people are trying to you know take their shots deep or try to squeeze it into coverage. Or they're not really considering the the user, mm-hmm. you know, being there, and it, it, it you get pros and cons. Like they make a lot bigger plays than me. I'm very conservative, 
you know what I mean? I guess when it comes to the passes I make. So, I mean, you get the yards, but then a lot of times the interceptions start kind of just riling in, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it sucks at, in the end. Uh, I mean, it sucks for those guys, but you gotta, you gotta really, it, a lot of people are trying to one play score, and you gotta really hone it in a little bit and play smart sometimes, and I'm, I'm not one that could speak on it because I think I threw 30 plus interceptions myself. Um, so I, I got my own things to work on, but it's something that people need to work on. They're complaining about the interception threshold, but 30 and 40 interceptions is a lot, even by PML standard. I, I mean, basically at 30, you're looking at what? Um, two, almost two a game, a little over that. And I mean, yeah, almost I mean, two a game. I think that's doable to try to limit it under that throughout a whole game. Like you got to have one game where you don't throw any, which then allows you to throw three the mm-hmm. next game. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's yeah. it's doable. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely doable. I think this also, uh, you know, hones in on the fact that people are, you know, realistically, when, you're, when your quarterback is throwing two or three picks in the first half, I know you don't want to take them out, but realistically, if you're thinking about real life, somebody's playing that bad and not feeling it that day, they're usually getting taken out. So if you're not feeling, kind of like KMFO with the, the uh, run game in the Super Bowl, he could have been not feeling the pass after throwing two pick sixes and started running the ball. That's maybe something people have to, you know, start doing as, as they're noticing that, you know, they're throwing interceptions. They have two interceptions in the first quarter. All right, I got to start running the ball a little bit, kind of get, you know, my thumbs going. And then I could try to open up the pass with a run. But I think there's a lot of people that will just keep digging themselves in, into that hole. They don't really care uh, much. They just want to pass. Um, sometimes I even get my situation where I'm doing that. It's, I'm like, I got to run here. Oh, you know what? I'm going to call this PA pass because he's not expecting <laughs> it. Well, guess what? He is, and it's going to be an exception. So, you know, it's, it's, it's something where... We just got to be better. We can't sit here and complain about those numbers. Those numbers are high. Uh, you just got to be better at the end of the day. We all got to be better. Uh, want more, want better out of ourselves, out of the quarterback. We can't just, you know, have this avocado approach where we're like, yeah, just bend the rules for me because, you know, I suck. Um, you know, the rules are the rules. And I think it's going to be good for the league. And it's going to force people to, you know, be better in the end, especially when it comes to the turnovers. Uh, moving on, we got the running backs. We got a list here. We got, I think, we got another nine. No, actually, we got eight. Uh, we got Raheem Moster, Daryl <laughs> Patterson, who should have <laughs> never had a dev to begin with. Uh, Nick Nick Chubb, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Joe Mixon, Matt Breida, Tariq Cohen, and Derrick Henry. Now, besides Matt Breida and Tariq Cohen, this that uh, those last six names I rattled off were eye opening, uh, especially with yourself with Um You think he? he... Yeah, he, uh, fourteen hundred yards I, rushing, five hundred and change receiving, um, about ten to twelve all touchdowns. The only thing he missed out on, on was the yard, the rushing yards per game. I think he was a tad under. So he he missed out on the rushing yards per game. He had fourteen hundred yards rushing, so he didn't get the 
He didn't get 1450 to be exact or 1900 rushing and receiving. Well, he receiving, was, yeah, he but you know what also killed him the suspension. Right, correct. He missed uh, the last two games. Too. Oh, so he would have got it if it wasn't for the suspension. Because yeah, he would have got so the, the yardage. Yeah, exactly. So what, what was his, how close were you in yardage per game? Because he was, uh, he was no, suspended that, that, the first that, that was, game, That was right? last season, yeah. He or was good this year. I think in season two. Okay. Okay, okay. So uh, he just Touchdowns, did he get close? I see he has seven rushing right. touchdowns. Did he have any receiving so, touchdowns? Not sure. Yeah, you're fine. I'll, yeah, I'll be know, right back. It's just it's just unfortunate. You know, he's on the, the very beginning of that of that, you know, age thing. He's twenty six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean yeah, I think so, this you know, year hit to... a little bit tougher also because we did get it in middle of the of the season. You know what I mean? Right. So I think um it was definitely adjustment. I think people will, will plan for it better moving forward because you know it ahead of time. Um but yeah, I mean I that's just a tough one, man. How, you, <laughs> how do you think that affects, like, now that you know all these requirements and you got all these superstars, how do you think that affects your gameplay? Do you go out and change what you're doing now to try to focus on keeping them or what they are, or you just continue to play your game and let it fall into place? Uh, I mean, I think you still kind of just continue to play your game. But I think, it, for me, it comes more with uh, how I plan my roster more so than, than anything. Because um, now you can kind of take chances with different players because you're not trying to get all ability guys, you know. So you're looking at different ratings or different guys you could potentially build up, or maybe young star guys who you think can maybe get a dev upgrade at one point. So I think it just comes more to how you build a team more than the gameplay for me, because I'm not good at you know creating sacks or you know force feeding one player anyway. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, we have a we have a. Oh, you're back. So, yes, we, sir. Oh, yeah, I'm back. We have a special guest. Uh, kind of wanted to hop in in the second half. Uh, has a little bit of, you know, stuff to handle with, some work stuff. So, he's hopping in now with us halfway through. Go ahead and say you what's up to the You didn't announce me fully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, five, five times. Super Bowl champion. <laughs> The five-time, I said five-time world heavyweight champion, uh, you know, one of the PML OGs, if not the OG of OGs, it's go ahead and introduce yourself. Not, not good. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not a, so, I'm a, I'm, I'm, so a, I'm, we a third, got, I'm the, I'm the fourth host, third host. I'm not, I'm more than a guest. Let's go. Oh, yeah, I'm a host now. Oh, you're yeah, not. We, we you're gonna, not a guest. You're also. I, I, I had to come. I had to come liven this up a little bit. What's going on? <laughs> I'm the. Right, I'm the injection. The little, uh, you know, the we, little we, pap, we, and the little. I'm I'm the Roy just to get you over the hump. Like you guys, you guys are all great. You guys are great athletes. Now I'm looking to take. A oh, there we go. Yeah, you, you, we 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 don't we don't go from D three to D one now. <laughs> So, so kind of like you know when they drafted Jimmy G and piped up Jimmy G when Tom Brady was here, kind of like kicking the ass he needed, you know, to to step up his <laughs> game because he was on the decline. So you're you're kind of the Jimmy G right now, and you're trying to 
boost up. The, I mean, the, the I'm not going to co-sign on any Boston or uh, <laughs> Niners uh, analogy, so you could go with that. But that's not the one I would use, but all right, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> well, all right. All right, so we're, we're talking about regression. We just went over the quarterbacks and the running backs. Uh, my overall opinion on the quarterbacks was the interceptions are high enough People shouldn't complain about that. If you're throwing I think, 30 to 40 I, I, picks, I think that's the easiest you one. You shouldn't lose a devil. You know. Yeah. Like, it's hard to force guys mm-hmm. to get sacks, force guys to get interceptions, force guys to – the easiest ones to me is quarterbacks and receivers because, like, you mm-hmm. directly control that. Yeah. Yeah, Even I mean, as well. running off, backs off is off tough pretty because – you can kind of like depending on who you play, someone really can just lock your run game up. But in this game, in this Madden, it's tough just to lock up a quarterback. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, look, HD throws a final yards a game. I mean, he might throw 10 interceptions, but he's still gonna get 500 yards, right? Um, so the interceptions is tough limiting, but you can still get the yard is easier. Mm-hmm. A running back, it can be re- I mean, you can really spam a running back a whole game, 20, 30 attempts, but someone has good run defense. It, it can be tough for for me. I think it's easier right. to get the yardage for quarterback. I think I think the running backs the easiest um, objective to meet is the touchdowns, right? Like throughout, you just got to get one passing or receiving touchdown a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to remember though, some of these running back requirements are absurd. You know, past thirty, you got to have eighteen hundred yards. Well, you guys know touchdowns. how I feel about a running back past thirty. He's all, he should be gone anyway. He's all the way off. Like a unicorn, <laughs> he right? should be dead and buried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should take him out, take him out behind the back, and just shoot all running back over third. Yeah, no. <laughs> just turn him into glue. Yeah, yeah. Once, once a running back, once a running back. Yeah, if, if third, anybody's still scared of Frank Gore at this point, then I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, you know, running backs, uh, I guess when, when you say it that way, there's certain teams that can lock up a running game. Also, there's a lot of teams that could get out to a quick lead, and then you kind of get away from the running game. Um, but I, I, I still don't have much of an issue when it comes to the running backs. I, I think, you know, the running backs, based on PML standards and, you know, how much rushing yards we put up, I think those are fine numbers. Um, I think it's it looks just that bad uh, to you, uh, you know, to you, uh, A Rod, is because I mean you look at, at the rest of the league. Jonathan Taylor well, had it, over. It also looks yards. bad to me that Joe Mixon was, was suspended that was the big. for his his yeah, but he suspended for his share his his running back share, but also did not even meet these requirements. <laughs> that's pretty. That's terrible. Like I, 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 yeah, I which is, which, which is pretty funny. Like, only only the Bengals will be able to do both, both of those I, things. Like I'm, fail I'm, double, fail up and down at the same time. <laughs> so so I'm kind that's of, like that's like that's like being a kid in school and you get beat up for being a nerd uh, and that, you fail your classes. Like how does that? How does that happen? Like you gotta get one of them. Exactly what it is. Either be good in school and get beat up, (laughs) or fill your classes and be cool. That is the you get both. I couldn't. I I I couldn't even spam them right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor A Rod. Poor A Rod. Uh, But moving on to to wide receivers, there was actually a name off this list that. Why are you snitching? Okay, and, uh, your own play. You okay, about it, it <laughs> self snitching. It was who? Before it was snitching. It was snitching on myself. I said, 
it was it was Mike Williams. Mike Williams is a superstar. I don't think he reached any of the requirements. Maybe he magically did. I have no clue. But based on my knowledge, hey, you guys talk. Really I can look that up it, right I, now. I'm pretty sure he didn't reach any requirements. I mean, yeah, you could look up. Um, but you know, the list right now we got Cortland uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, Demir Bird, Jarvis Landry. You know, Jarvis Landry, the GOAT. Um, Keenan Allen, Travis, uh, T.Y. Hilton, and Adam Thielen. I was about to say a tight end. But T.Y. Uh, Hilton and Adam Thielen round out that list. Uh, some surprising no, names. He, he, he never used Keenan them. Allen, probably. Uh, Adam. Uh, no, no, I'm saying, like, if you're looking from <laughs> the outside of PML, you're like, oh, Keenan Allen's losing his death. Yeah, that's because he never used them in in the charges. Kind of got through, uh, thrown to the side like an orphan. Uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, it's kind of I, I kind of yeah, even even without this tool, it seems like these are the type of guys uh, what, where they are with their age. They would lose. Williams is gone. One, one problem know. I do have with, with that one is um, I think Keenan Allen. Correct me if I'm wrong. You guys can look this up, but I think he was on a no trade list a while, right? So. I, I mean, how how do you feel about guys being forced? Mm-hmm. You can't trade a guy, and you're not using him, so he loses his dev. So you're almost you can't get rid of him, and you have to keep him. And he, like, you almost forced to use him, or because you can't trade him. So you got a guy like Keenan Allen. I'm not using him. Okay, I want to uh, trade him, but I, you won't let me. I... <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a good question, Ooh, though. Man, oh boy, got some good questions crickets on that one. Jeez. No, no, I'm thinking about it. I thought like, about it. Man, we didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> I don't have anybody on the no trade list that you know what I mean that losing the dove. So, uh, I mean, I feel like you still when you have the dev guy. I mean, okay, why is he on the no trade list to begin with? So, like year because, three, because a lot of times, uh, well, I'm not sure if he was on the current one, but I'm saying. Previously, oh, okay. the, the the top players, a lot of the yeah. top players were on there. So let's say, let's just say Avon Miller, whatever, right? And then you have Ron Miller, he's getting older, and you say, hey, I, I came close to meeting, not meeting his requirements. I want to trade Von Miller. But again, this is just an example. I'm not sure if he's on there. You yeah. may not, he might be in a no trade list, so you can't even move him if you wanted to. You know, so it's almost like the only option really is at a certain age, maybe don't include players over 30 on a no trade list. Or you kind of force people to spend that whatever amount it is to take them off, which is a lot, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's like 20 points, something like that. Yeah, for yeah, I mean, trade to no trade list play. To me, that's all my points right there. Yeah, no, I mean it's definitely yeah. a lot, <laughs> and there's still a chance it could get rejected. So, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel that my 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 first takeaway will still be is just a bad situation. I don't know what you could do. You have to just, that, just, you just because, limit. You have to limit the age. Like you have yeah, to like, put yeah, anyone yeah. over twenty nine on a no trade list. Yeah, so. yeah and I, 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 I don't mind having a, a age thing on no trade list because at that point he's an older player. Somebody wants to take that chance. Let that other team take that chance. You know what I mean? Like at that point, yeah. I feel like it should be reserved really for like the young cornerstone franchise guys. Yeah, yeah, I yes, agree. yes, a hundred percent agree. I think over thirty. Uh, pretty much those guys you see it a bunch of times where stars get old and they get traded so I think you know over a certain age I think you could find a way 
like over 30 nobody uh nobody should be on the trade yeah, that, that's know, why no i couldn't trade, trade um i couldn't trade gronk and when people would ask for a tight end i was like well i'm looking at oj howard long term and i can't move gronk like period you know so. and, then, and, then, and, then gronk, and then gronk lost his abilities <laughs> yeah he so, lost him <laughs> so the perfect example of what i'm talking about so the 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 turnaround to that is if you bring in somebody over 30 that you know you sign them to a one-year deal they should be on the no trade list because obviously you're bringing them in for a reason just i feel like i feel like one-year deal guys could be on the no trade list yeah they are yeah they are. but fine. they all aren't yeah. they already though right yeah yeah we're just so the basically the age limit is basically for people that are assigned to uh multi-year deals right. they're in the second year of their deal third year of their deal they're over 30. I don't care if they're a 99 overall. They should be able to get traded just because they're older. Yeah. And people people like to cash in. Well, real managers in, in real life like to cash in on old, older, you know, stars before, you know, they, they become, you know, damaged. I, mean, I really like that idea. I think that's something we could bring up in the owners meetings for sure. Oh, yeah. We definitely could bring it up. Yeah. I mean, uh, this whole... There's, even this whole regression tool, I think it's great for the league. We could also bring you can up use you know, tweaking, some ways to tweak sure, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could bring up ways to tweak it in the owners' meetings, you know, to make it more, you know, not, I'm not trying to say user-friendly, but make it more obtainable on in certain aspects like the d- defensive side. Uh, so moving to tight end um, on the list real quick, we only got three, Travis Kelsey, uh, Rob Gronkowski and Nick Boyle. Nick Boyle, obviously, just <laughs> yeah, just had his, you know, he had superstar just because he was a good block uh, run blocking tight end. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think so, spe- uh, special teams, right? Or was it run block? No, no, it was run blocking. Okay, specifically run blocking. Uh, so Travis Kelsey, obviously a big name, uh, not used enough in Casey's offense. He he was able to keep his dev with Tyreek Hill, so he did his part there. Uh, Travis Kelsey's on the wrong side of 30. It makes sense. This looks this looks yeah, realistic based on the age of those two stars. Yeah, and we talked about it with tight ends and receivers. I, I think all of us are in agreement that they're pretty easy to meet if you want to keep those abilities. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something on this list, whether it's just touchdowns, yeah. something you should there's, be able to obtain. Kind of had that 700 yards, seven touchdowns. That That's reasonable. Yeah, it's a touchdown every other yeah. game. Like, just... <laughs> So. Yeah, it's not it's not tough at all. I don't think. Um, now on to the controversial side of the ball. Defense. The side of the ball that stirs up the most conversation. Uh, defense. Uh, we're gonna start with defensive linemen. Uh, here's the list real quick. We got Akeem Hicks. Uh, we got Melvin Gordon. Uh, Melvin Ingram the uh, third. JJ Watt. Brandon Graham. Ryan Kerrigan. Eric Armstead. Chris Jones and Zadarius. R.I.P. J.J. Watt. Um, yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. J.J. Watt. R.I.P. Chris, Chris Jones. Jones. I don't know guy. how he doesn't get it. Who? Chris Jones Chris from the Jones? Chiefs. From the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Jones oh, loses man. Dev. That is tough. Um, looking at it, though, uh, when it comes to the guys I mentioned first, Akeem Hicks, Melvin Ingram, J.J. Watt, uh, Brendan Graham, Ryan Kerrigan, it, the, all those names make sense. They're they're getting older. It, it, it's realistic. They're both. They're all over thirty two. What what, what uh, is the what, youngest uh, at thirty two? What happened with Eric Armstead? 
Eric Armstead, I mean, he he was solid for me. He did his part in the run game. He just couldn't reach the tackles for a loss. And he's playing DT. He wasn't playing defensive end, so he didn't really reach the sacks either. Do you feel yeah, that's that's the the anything you could have done differently to uh, reach it? I can't I can't say. I mean, I traded for Montez Sweat. I had Montez Sweat on one side, Nick Bosa on the other. I had Eric Armstead mostly in the game all the time because he was a good three-down type of guy. Um yeah, not much I could have really done, I think, personally. What what, what to, um, to abilities him. did he have? He had um he didn't have any run stuff and abilities. It was mostly pass rushing. I think his first one was defensive uh, rally and swim club. Yeah. Defensive as I looked at yeah, it. Defensive rally. Yep, just defensive rally and swim club. Defensive rally, better pass rushing on third down for his the whole defensive think, line. And then swim club on no, the I mean, rally just gives you the extra point. Yeah, so if you're I, not using that, yeah, yeah, unless do you're using, I think I think defensive line, defensive tackle, is going to be uh, one of the ones that's going to be a lot seen a lot because unless a guy has that inside stuff, it's going to be tough getting these. Uh, yeah, they're mostly user abilities. Yeah, unless unless you're that's, the that's user, the you user your defensive tackle or they has inside stuff. Even when I use them, though, it's 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 not easy. No, no. I, I can't on these guys, and even when I do, you know, it's. It's not easy to act, even when I want to activate the, you know, the X factor or the superstar abilities, the X factor abilities. I can't get to the to the quarterback with my alignment. It's not an easy thing to do, especially if they're superstar. If somebody who does the line adjustments, I just double those guys all the time. So yeah, <laughs> that makes I, it even tougher. Superstar alignment. I, I mean, to, towards the end of the season, but Shaq Barrett for me. I mean, he's uh, my pass rusher. I had to user him just to get him to six X. Like I had, to, I had to give up, you know, the possibility of guys throwing it down the field and me not using yeah. nobody to get sacks. That's that's there. Yeah, that's that's the only issue I have with this. Those getting a user sack is something that is very difficult to do and with alignment. Yeah, and I think overall, and speaking, I didn't really answer that I had just joined with the initial question you posed about um how this is gonna affect, you know, people going forward. I think it's the game how the game is set up it already kind of uh gamifies the gameplay where you're playing for these stats i think this something like this is going to further push that even more down that road where guys are literally playing for sacks or or giving up giving up uh offensive defensive possessions to get more possessions to get these stats or things like that so i think it's going to further push it down that line away from more realistic gameplay and more just trying to uh because i literally was in the game this year like oh let me get my backup running back these three carries like (laughs) like regardless of how realistic or realistic or whatever i'm doing let me let me check this box well that's that's the issue like when i talk about joe mixon I have to give Marlon Mack his carries. So how am I going to keep him, you know, superstar when I'm taking away his carries? You know, that's like a double-edged sword. And that's that's the issue that we're all going to have to work The Bengals are but, a totally but, different but, example. You can't use you as the example for any, anyone else. No, no. <laughs> I, when, it, when it comes to Joe Mixon, I mean, I think the 90 yards a game is obtainable. <laughs> that That is really obtainable. If you're not getting 90 yards on the ground a game or averaging close to that, I, I, I mean, think but, that's I mean, a but, but pretty You, you have the number. Niners, though. I, again, I, I, it's hard to talk about these things. We're coming from a lot of people. The teams are not equal. So it's easy for you to say, oh, man, 100 yards a game is nothing. And you have like you don't have like 60 overalls in your offensive line, you know, versus like somebody, mm-hmm. the, yeah. you know, the Bengals or those other teams. It's a little bit tougher to get to the, the same points. 
I mean, the, my, my only thing I like <laughs> about it, like I told you guys before, is that the suit, the bill is superstar next fact is supposed to be for your league guys. So it's what it's 125 superstar players and 50 X factors, right? When the game launches some, something around there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you could keep that number and that's why I'm interested to see what number we'll be at now. I know JC said we got somewhere to like two, two fifty plus something like that. So if you get that number back normal, it does create a bigger emphasis on your guys. So if you do have an X factor, you should be able to, to get that more because you're not playing against a whole defense full of X factors. But, but you are, but you are because all it does it, it, that number may stay the same, but all it is is shifting from the the haves to the have the have not to the haves. So the Chiefs might lose mm-hmm. two superstars, but the Bills gain three. So Correct. those those coaches, those lower tier coaches, exactly. whatever you want to call them, yeah, they're right. losing them, but who's gaining them? So does that make the league more unbalanced? Is it really just because you're trying to get to that 150? How are you getting to that 150? I mean, who's getting it? My thing is how I, I don't think we're gaining them as much. I mean, especially now if you have if you tone what? down the because you to, you could choose in the settings the how many superstars you you want, right? I mean, we're not, we're not we're not touching yeah, that. That's, that's a whole other discussion. We're not touching that. So 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 Joe Burrow has an opportunity to play for an X factor, and it says, "Hey, A Rod." Get him four touchdown passes, four hundred yards, and a win. That's right. not happening for the Bengals and me. But if KMFO gets that for Josh Allen, you know that that's what Nat is trying to say. He has a shot of getting that. Look, you know, opposed to and team. I see so, what you're saying, but I'm saying I didn't get. I had one dev opportunity the entire season. The entire season, I had one opportunity, and they, that was with Hal, and that was the the four hundred yards, no interception thing. That I posted. So I had well, no opportunities in for anybody to develop. I got no dev upgrades at the end of the season this year anyway. So right, like I, so I get I'm saying from my perspective, and, and obviously you have your perspective because I don't know yeah, how many you, dev upgrades y'all have. Well, not the country. You, you, you don't you don't you don't you don't play the game like that. Like you don't play the game like that, uh Z Star, those type of guys, you play the game to win. You don't play the game to stack. Mm. There's other people who play for stats who literally will for lose stats, the game right. to get these stats, to get, stats, to get these MVPs, to get these to. Okay, I'm thinking about MVP. I'm thinking about uh, best linebacker, best receiver, best whatever. People who gamify gamification the game like that will actually lose the game, but they'll get their stats. You don't play like that, right. so you're not. So guys like you and Z Star okay. will always um, be tougher because you don't gamify the game like that way. But other people do play like that. They will take whole seasons off so, to get guys stats and lose <laughs> and not yeah. make the playoffs or not be successful as they can be because they want to get the stats. I never thought that was a real thing when y'all would say it, but I started to, I started to believe it the more like I said. <laughs> I'm like, man, there's no way somebody's losing the entire season just to develop one guy. <laughs> well, and, and then you yeah, see it with your own it, eyes. It's happening. <laughs> so you haven't seen so, Jarvis Landry? <laughs> <laughs> So here's, here's my my counterpoint to that is obviously it's different with a quarterback, but other positions when, you know, you, you got these guys that have to meet certain requirements. So it's not just, oh, there's one less X factor. Let me try to get that X factor with this guy. But let's say, let's say the Bills, he's got an X, he's trying to get an X factor on a, a different wide receiver. But he's still got Stefan Diggs. He's gonna get Stefan Diggs his, and he's also gonna get the the other kid, you know, the other rookie or whatever he wants to Demar get the X factor. He's he's gonna get him as well. So it's kind of the the dev uh, the dev tool, the regression tool, kind of does 
you know, it does open up, you know, the better teams to get better. But these good teams also have some superstar X factors, superstars that they have to maintain where they can't. You can't. Try or to the one thing I like is you can't get the death story and then forget about it. Like, I do like that yep. you have to maintain, right. like, playing at a certain style. I just think it just needs tweaking. I think I, the I idea think is I'm, great. I'm, 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 I'm still curious. Yeah. Someone went through this rock, through this. This is this is the content of, uh, you know, possibly with someone to go through this and see the win loss record or the tier or whatever you want to call it of these other other teams on this list. Like, who, like, who mm-hmm. lost the most death? Like, which teams, what were their record? You know, what was their coach's performance based upon? You know what? Like, mm-hmm. did the lesser team lose more devs? Did the better team lose more devs? Because I'm I don't see too many Ravens on this list, right? I mean, they had they had a, a shit ton of, of dev guys, no. you know, superstars. So maybe that point of oh, these you know higher better players have to maintain them. I look like from this list, they made it, they tain them pretty well. <laughs> and, and and the funny thing is when you when you mentioned that too is the the the, the making of the divisions making sure people are in the right divisions at the right skill competition. No offense to A-Rod, I think Bacon is a little too good to have a really good team in a mid-tier division. He, he shouldn't have a, a A-tier team in a mid-tier division. Now, if you want to give him an A-tier team in a upper-tier division, like with V-Star and stuff like that, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, but we, we spoke about all this. There's of... water under the bridge. So right now we got to play the hand we're dealt and... What are you saying? That's affecting things like this. That's affecting him get, keeping his dev because he gets he, six yeah, right. against, against lower end competition. That, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all really. That's like him not, being in my division. But I mean, well, I, 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 I do get your point. But maybe a bigger is is a bigger factor that, or is a bigger factor age of the team? Because how many how many Browns are on this list, right? So is it just purely? Eight, like if you have, if, well, all if, my guys are eight, if, if, except except Mixon. All my guys are eight. Like if you start with a young team, does this favor a young team? You know. Oh over? yeah, because you can't even regress until you're 20, yeah. over twenty six. Yeah. Hear you. Yep. Maybe maybe you lower that to twenty five. I don't know, but uh, it just, like like we said, it's going to need tweaking moving forward. Uh, I, but let's move on to the. Uh, go ahead. Hey, no, I was going to disagree with what we're talking about. I do think that something like this. You know, shifts the balance to the higher end teams, so that's you know, that's creating more of a gap within the talent yep, already. That's what and I was saying. A lower end team like myself, it's hard to obtain another X factor or superstar once I'm losing it, as opposed to an S tier or A tier. You know, who can get it like. And to me, that that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things. Mm-hmm. When you're after after 28, once you lose it, you can't get it back unless you get it at the end of the season. And we know, oh, no. especially on defense, you know that's a crapshoot. Because I had guys that performed amazingly mm-hmm. and didn't get anything. And guys that, like, my young DN, I mean, I don't know how he got X-Factor. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, all his stats are, like, basic as hell. <laughs> he got X-Factor. Like, so it's like, the, the fact that we only, like, to me, like I said, when, when we did this in the chat, you need to do something like this, you have to have both parts to it. You can't just have the part of taking it away, and then you have no idea how it's coming back. Like you gotta have. That's why I said we shouldn't even do this without having both sides. You have to be able to, you have to be the one taking it away and the one giving, giving it back. Because if you're taking it away and you have no idea, and it's a crapshoot if you get a chance, if you don't, if you get because I mean, it's guys that won end of year awards didn't get it. There's guys that like um, what's the guy from the Eagles, Javion, whatever. He was on the bench all season and he got a superstar break. Like how do you like how does that even work? Like how do you even mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like so. 
yeah no, the, i agree with unless you unless you're controlling both parts of it you're only doing a half ass you're doing you're doing it halfway you also gotta look at it like that mm-hmm. like someone like mixing for myself or armstead for like uh neff like that like mixing is my livelihood <laughs> and like i don't i don't have a bunch of them running around so once he's gone he's gone and you know it just makes my you know claw up to the top of that much harder or it, yeah, well, even, about uh, Nixon, like, he's, look, he's 28 he can still get it back he has two seasons to you know. well we were talking about earlier like certain things um especially with older players like like you had one with gilmore like with levante david for me my issue was just the solo tackles itself because i have so many guys who get there but i'm like levante david didn't get the 60 solo tackles granted i sat him out the last two three games but he was in like the top 10 top 15 before i sat him out in total tackles you know what i mean i was like that's the kind of yeah, I think I think like I, I've told you this, Deloitte. I think that solo tackles. I think it's a, a broken stat um, in Madden. I don't think it. You know, there's certain stats in Madden that I think are just broken. Like, like, I if, wish um, catches allowed was like actually kept in played games because that will help a lot for the cornerbacks. I know when we get there, we yeah. talk about it more. But like another stat where we could kind of gauge, you know, how good these guys really are. And something for linemen. I feel like line, offensive linemen should get love too. If we're getting uh, X Factor and superstar D linemen, but we can't upgrade offensive linemen. Like I have Ollie Marper, who's won. I think he won two years in a row offense or lineman of the year. It hasn't had anything. Yeah, I had my, my my right guard went up last year, but I had nothing this year. My my right guard went from yeah. star to superstar. Yeah. But we have no idea why or how. Or who yeah. Off, off, off. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, there's no... Pe- pe- there's people no, always talk about Madden guys. This is literally the Madden guys. Like, there is yeah, no Madden rhyme or reason. Closes like, his eyes sometimes. Just picks a good player. Yeah, zero. <laughs> zero rhyme or reason to it. Um, that's why, you know, offensive line is held off this list. Because, <laughs> honestly, offensive line is in their own little planet when it comes to Madden. Um, moving on to linebackers, though, real quick. We got Anthony Barr Oof. on this list, Eric Kendricks, D, D Ford, uh, D Ford, Levante David, Mario <laughs> Davis, KJ Wright, Zach Cunningham, Joe Schobert, Shaq Thompson, and Corey Littleton. Even though RIP uh, Vikings defense. Uh, <laughs> like, where was yeah, this RSC before the NFC Championship? Right off the back, could have used that. <laughs> Actually, shout out, shout out for you guys not taking so, away till after regression hit because that really been brutal. yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been Devontae brutal. David would have died. Um, but you know, <laughs> pretty, pretty big list. Um, now, uh, pretty big list with these linebackers. Uh, like we said, the total tackles could be taken into the discussion when they, you know, they're making this. But like we said, they're going to probably tweak it after one season, see where we're at, see how our overall season after we get rid of all these X factors and superstars. After one full season, we'll see where at, where we're at, how many dev stories got added, all that good stuff. Um, you know, maybe that's something JT would want to keep track of. Maybe personally. People DM JTA. I had five dev stories, you know, ever since we did this regression. Or you know, it's it's numbers that we could put down and you know keep in mind when we're making you know changes and stuff. Um, but moving Controversial on, from that, one. we're gonna go oh, yeah. defensive backs. Defensive defensive <laughs> backs as a whole. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, rattle off. Um, so starting with the safeties, we got Devin McCourty and Micah uh, Mika Hyde. Um, and then on the corner side, we got Chris Harris Jr., 
Desmond Trufant, Stephen Gilmore, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> Keon Crossan, and Adore Jackson. Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I, I, think, the Jalen Ramsey. I, th- the I think we could eliminate the safeties from there. I think we all agree safeties is fine. Only two guys regress. Uh, I think. The, the oh, one... no, you don't think safeties is fine? No, 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 no. That's fine. Oh. Uh, the one thing I want to bring up uh, that no one's, I don't, I don't think you guys mentioned unless I missed it was uh, injury. Devin McCourty was out like six, seven games this year from a, a sim, a sim injury. So I mean, <laughs> if a guy gets injured on the, on this and oh. he's over twenty eight, you're pretty much done. I mean, any any any, any significant injury. So Mike. So I think safety is another one where total tackles could be included moving forward or total tackles per game like you average five and a half tackles per game or something like that just throwing a random number out there but I think safety might be one of those because you know a safety is kind of like a linebacker you know just a little more athletic coming up playing the run but also you know or or maybe make everything uh, everything have a per game one not just interceptions, you know, per game tackles, per game set. Mm-hmm. No, make them so, so that that'll take injury injury out of it. So if someone only plays five games, but they had an interception or whatever in those five games or three of those games, mm-hmm. and they won't go down. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, taking a look at the list that overall, you know, there's like one stat per game uh, based on you know everybody, every, different positions. Like the defensive line has zero and a half per game or something like that uh, i know uh corners and safeties they have uh yeah. interceptions per game yeah, so which, just do it know, just do it for everything point, they do it for like zero point three every, or something. every every measurable yeah. category should have a per game uh, yeah so uh on to the corners i i mentioned that maybe tackles is something you want to add into the corners um we're trying like we we discussed this it's it's tough to you know, do the corners or anybody on defense. It's tough to. It's so uh, hard. Like I'm fine with the stats, like with the six interceptions, whatever. I feel like something needs to be added. Like, like I said, if they had catches, like tackle, something mm-hmm. else needs. There needs to be more options than just the interceptions. Essentially, I mentioned passing yards per game. I don't like. I think if you have a number one corner, one side of the field shut down. You user the the other side of the field, or you shade coverage on the other side of the field. It's gonna overall help you pass the game. You look at any team that's had a number one corner in real life. They, their passing defense is usually you know upper echelon of the league or something like that. Maybe Pat, you take a take a look at the overall passing throughout the league, like what a team's averaging, giving up, and try to find a number where. If you know your team reaches that and you got a superstar X factor, you know, he keeps that because yeah. you reached uh let's say much how I, I play with Gilmore, like literally taking the safety off his side and leaving him one on one and people Even literally just not throw there and like you know, having a top five defense all year. So I mean, I don't know. I, I, the thing is it wasn't like the thing is that why I was speaking on it because I posted where I don't know anyone paid attention to the date. Like I literally said this months ago. I was like, any cornerback that's an elite cornerback, whether you want to say it's by name or whatever you want to call it, people are not going to throw there if they don't have to. Like, why would you? Why would you risk it? 
like even if you know they're gonna respect that so they're gonna either move their main guy to the slot or somewhere else or throw the tight end or whatever they're I'm, again when i played the rams i did not throw a jalen ramsey even even when the rams sucked because it's like yo he a, sucks i can throw everywhere else like wait, why would i even throw to the one place where he can make a play i'm the only one that did and i was nervous when i did it man, so. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's like like why so versus yo, the good yo. defense you definitely don't want to throw with the best player like i'm gonna go in another direction and that's literally the part that i'm 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 over here <laughs> sipping tea because I, I threw a Jalen Ramsey, but it worked. It I have a six-five well. receiver, you know what I mean? Well, I think I threw it like, one time. I think I think he picked it off. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. I threw a crosser one. Yeah, another so, thing yeah, to take in consideration with the corners is it's so like you were talking about earlier, Nat. Like you don't control. It. It's so matchup dependent because you could just play against a team that just doesn't throw the ball. It's going to be harder for you to get interceptions, especially if you're in a division that is more run dominated than than pass heavy. It's going to be hard to get the interceptions. If you're in a division where maybe guys like your division, they don't they don't throw as many interceptions in general. You know what I mean? It's going to be harder to to get those interceptions. So I just feel like there needs to be another gauge. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's tough just to just to have a blanket for all that because of that. But that's that's why I made that argument months ago, saying that. Literally, if you go back and read it, I, I, word for word, like Jalen Ramsey, uh, you know, those upper uh, Gilmore, those those number one erase type corners are going to get dropped because people don't throw there. And so whatever trying to talk about tackles, unless you can track targets, you cannot say someone's not throwing there because tackles doesn't mean anything. You know, but if, if anyone, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure no one watched my last game mm-hmm. with uh, the Packers, whatever. Like, I'm literally moving my whole team away from him. Like, please throw what? to that side. And I think he threw two passes <laughs> there the whole time. One, he, you know, was incomplete. And one, he actually caught, he, he like, mossed three people for a touchdown. Whatever. The one in the, in the end zone? Yeah. That was on the yeah, top yeah. 25 plays. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the point I'm making is that, like, for a game that I'm obviously literally changing my whole defense. Like, I didn't call anything but, cup, like, cover one, cover two man. And I'm moving everyone to the right saying, please throw over there. And someone still is like, nah, or like, nah, he's covered. Like, I, he's just covered. Like, so, like, what do you want to do with that? Like, what? there's no other way mm-hmm. you can do with that. So I, I feel like if it was maybe someone else, maybe it would – that that reasoning would have been heard more effectively. I don't know, but I feel like any upper echelon corner that people are avoiding is not going to, you know, because, like, it's the argument is made is a top five defense – and and what a corner would not not targeted versus a bottom thirty defense that has ten interceptions. It's like wow, that corner is great, but this team gives up five hundred yards passing a game. Mm-hmm. So so like like I said, like I brought up is the the passing yards per game is, is something maybe that At this could be point might be one of the only things that you could do. Like if you have a track uh, catches allowed and stuff like that, so yeah, exactly. Like this, it's tough. It's tough to, to call, especially on corners. But the, the thing is, is how I feel like, you know, how I feel about pretty much anything. True. It is what it is at the end of the day. Like, if that's the rule, it's going to have to, you know, we'll tweak it at, you know, after we see what happens. After yeah, we it, see the, the pushback. Yeah, and, and, and it's tough. Like somebody that. like so the Rams losing meet, a, we'll, a superstar we'll X-Factor. That's another, you know, yeah, average coach who is losing a, a major component of their team. Yeah, <clears throat> we're not balanced. Yeah, I'm not. 
I'm not gonna say that I'm, I'm <laughs> upset about it, but so you're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so that was a that 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 one name. Like we knew we knew Stefan Gilmore was on there. I actually wasn't, you know, prepared or didn't even know that Jalen Ramsey would be on there. And look, he's on there. So the corner the corner situation. Um, it's that's definitely gonna have to be looked at. I think the linebacker situation is gonna defense as a whole is gonna have to be you know revamped and looked at because it, it seems like you know it's just it's tough. I mean, I don't think Eric, I think Eric Armstead had a solid season and I don't think he should have lost his, his dev. Um, you know, there's a bunch of names on that list Stefan Gilmore, one of them, Jalen Ramsey, another. Like on the defensive side specifically, I think that's where it needs the most work. Running back, maybe tweak it a little bit, but then again, you're talking about a league where the average <laughs> running back is putting up 1,500 yards. One thing, one thing too about uh, running backs is I don't know if anybody noticed at the end of the season, we did not have a 2,000 yard rusher. This 80 20, you know, effect is you know is working uh, was uh, it keeping the uh, numbers uh, was the 80 20 effect or was the stamina stamina uh, diggers honestly it could have been either or <laughs> honestly um could have been a mixture of both to be honest i like the the stamina fact of it too um but you take a look at i think the the highest rusher was 1700 yards so then again if any if you know, we held the whole tackling, you know, training camp for everybody in PML. Maybe we'd, we'd be better off instead of having 10 running backs go for 20 plus yards about 18 times a season. Um, you know, maybe that, that would benefit the league. But uh, it looks like the, the fatigue and the, you know, the 80-20 usage, the combination of both has, you know, benefited the league as far as putting up cartoon numbers. Um, but the regression, like we said, Defensive side, I think it's going to be a big topic in owners' meetings. Um, it's just you know, there's going to be a different way to to police it. And like you said, I, I like the point that you brought up about having a uh, a yin to the yang. Uh, if you're going to take a, take it away, maybe have something to implement it um, because you don't know where those dev stories are going. It could make teams that are already good even better. Um, it could do stuff like that, but we'll see at the end of, you know, after regression, I don't know if it's going to be this owner's meeting or maybe after a full season of, you know, dev stories and stuff like that, where people are starting to realize, all right, we did this, it's leading to this, this cause and effect is happening. So we have to tweak it a little bit or find a different way to make it perfect. Uh, but that's just like anything you add to a league. It's always going to take time. It's always going to need some tweaking before it becomes perfect. Like dev gen is one one thing that, you know, added to PML. When it came to PML, I hated every little ounce of it. I think it was stupid. Um, he's tweaked it a little bit. It's a little more bearable. It's not as egregious as it was before. I think it was just handed out devs to people and stuff like that. So it's a lot better than it was before. But like everything else, it just needs a starting point and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree with it. So, you know, we, we've been going up against it. I, I, we might even have an hour show. This roids. It's been, a, it's been a long one. <laughs> um, you know, Nat, yeah, the roids, the roids came in. It's been a long episode. Thank you, roids, for being here. Um, 
you know, you said you're your co-host, so we'll see how many times you hop on with us, but we're always happy to have you. Uh, you know, I don't think I got anything else to add. I don't know if anybody else has no, nothing for else me, man. Get ready for the draft. Oh, yeah, it's it's off-season and draft time. We'll see what happens. Maybe there'll be some big fish for A-Rod I'm, I'm, to, you know. I'm broke, so I'm out of this off-season. I know he's... A-Rod's going to hold on to that can of the real bangers on him. He actually thinks that the money he don't spend, he gets to take home. Yeah, honestly. The last couple of seasons, he's been hanging on to that He's trying to save cash in on season five. He's to cash in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's all part of his master plan um but that's it for us this has been the breakfast show thank you guys for watching uh listening